Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another fabulous installment of Matt and Dennis, the Matt and Dennis podcast, the Christmas edition. We've done it, was it, second, second straight year, I think we've uh, we've done an in-person show uh, on Christmas, around Christmas. Yes. And uh, probably we don't need more than um, a hand uh, to count all the times that we've done a show in person. Um. My name is Matt Scrum. I'm one of your hosts. I'm joined alongside by my good friend and co-host, Mr. Dennis Vinci, in person. Dennis, Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. How are you? Same to you. I'm great. Baby cakes, as I usually it's, respond to you. It's good to see you. It's good to be in person. Like a foot away from me, if that. Yeah. Not very, uh, we're not following the guidelines, I don't think. No. We're far too close together. No, we're not. Omicron's coming for this basement. <laughs> we are, we are uh, social distant. Social distancing is uh, at question right now, but, you know, we, we took all the steps and we were, we're drinking some beers, and I, I hear that kills off some of the, uh, the antibodies, that, the negative antibodies, I guess. Um, I don't think that's true. I don't, th- I don't think it is either. I was literally making that up. Um, Dennis, we are back in the basement of uh, the Matt and Dennis Mobile Studios, and we're joined alongside uh, by a couple guests, one that has been on the show once in person and once uh, via... Uh, mobile device and he's back again it's my dad uh big dom dad welcome back Woo. thank you for having me guys good to see you guys together happy holidays i think our, our listenership goes up every time you come on the show and dennis uh not a coincidence dennis proclaimed <laughs> that one of our better episodes was uh when you came on or one of our best episodes i think mm-hmm. you argued um all right it was also, so good we had to split it into two parts yeah that was a what, three hour long episode but this <laughs> happened maybe five feet uh five feet away from us um, also joining the show for his first time, making his premiere, um, my brother, uh, we don't necessarily call him Little Dom, but uh, Little Dom, Dom Scarano, Dominic, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, guys. Uh, I think we're going to have a good time today. We are, we are, absolutely. Um, so, a lot to get to. Um, we're obviously in the Christmas holiday, NFL is winding down, there's a... Uh, Prematurely, Big Dom drinking the oh, limoncello <laughs> shot that uh, we have. I was waiting for that. We we will we get had there. Test. It was terrible. Do you want a white claw? We have like a full. <sighs> we have a full bar. We got a whole barn out here. Yeah. Smorgasbord. Yeah. In the Matt and Dennis Christmas Studios, but um, let let let's talk first before we get to um, the Giants. Unfortunately, Dennis, uh, you did a really good job of prefacing this last week. The Omicron variant. Of COVID, and we've been talking about this for two years now, and uh, unfortunately, we have to talk about it again. And even on the last episode, we were like, "Yeah, we can get out of this. We could stop talking about it. This will be over." But sports are getting canceled. The NHL, the NBA, college football, the bowl games. There was one one bowl game tonight that jokes aside, I was really looking forward to Hawaii and Memphis. Your boys, my boys, the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors, and it got canceled. Um, so it's something none of us want to talk about, but it's it's becoming increasingly more difficult to not talk about. Um, I'll go to you in a second, but obviously my dad has been on the show before, and I think this was kind of during COVID, but when it was a lull in the COVID action, so to speak. But now, what, what are your thoughts for better or worse on sports happening or not happening? <laughs> During this. Well, I, I think ultimately COVID will never go away. And I think sports are just going to have to adjust as society will have to adjust to this. And I think, uh, you know, again, um, this Omicron 
is coming through. It's knocking out some of these bowl games, and I, I think yes, the minor bowls. Maybe hey, hey, such hey, a hey, big hey. things as far as your Rainbow Warriors there, but I think coming up this coming up uh, weekend, which you have the final four teams there, um, they're not going to disturb that. That is not going to get disturbed. They would can't postpone. They wouldn't cancel if it got to a point because um, those are the four best teams, and there's also money to be had. A lot more money to be had there, and uh, so I think it's something we're going to have to deal with 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 football, with sports, and society. Well. And you bring up a good point, and I'll I'll bring Dennis and Dominic into this. And as you said, it's, it's going to go on no matter what. Texas A&M, massive program, brought down one of the most historic programs of our time, beat Alabama, gets a bowl game, I think it was the Gator Bowl, and it gets canceled because they had 30-plus guys that either had COVID or were shoulder-to-shoulder shoulder with someone that had COVID, and they just flat out said, we can't play. So what happens, I agree with you, I don't think the, the game's going to be canceled because of the money, but let's say a week from now, Christmas is done, New Year's is done, everyone's been hanging out with friends and family, say Alabama, Cincinnati, Michigan, like any of these teams, can't field 20, 25 guys. Do you then say we're delaying this till February? Do you, what what happens at that point and what happens marketing, money-wise, all that stuff? I, th- I think they would delay that. I think they would delay that because to have those games, and if you have a team there, whether it's the Alabama, Michigan, you know, against Cincinnati, people are going to give them a lot of, a lot of uh, hope there. But I think any of the three teams that are, that are involved in it, if they cannot play, I think they will postpone that, that, that game and they'll postpone it to whether it's February or not. I just think that's what's going to happen. Dominic, what do you think? From someone that's uh, gone or not gone to Temple games, I mean, uh, Temple's been social distancing in their athletic program for years before it was cool. <laughs> I think it's fair to say what Temple would do if they were to bowl a game. Here, let me, let, me, <laughs> let, me, let me preface it this way. We're talking about college athletics. You're the only one at the table right now that's uh, still in college. Can you, can you feel like between basketball or football or anything like that, is is it a a, a presence that's there or people? I, I would absolutely say there is a presence. Uh, knowing a couple athletes myself, I know that these guys, you know, they're not very. I don't know about these bigger programs. Whereas, if they're under a bigger microscope, but I know these guys can go out. You know, they can they go with their families. They go out and they hang out with friends. So, you know, Murphy's Law, whatever can happen will happen. Is there a chance that there is an outbreak on one of these teams? I think absolutely, and I think they need to plan for that. That being said. I think, you know, it's one thing if a lineman gets COVID and, and they separate him. It's another thing if, you know, an entire, you know, wide receiver core uh, quarterback gets COVID. I think then right. a bigger discussion would happen about postponing it, which I think, you know, I think that was right. That can absolutely happen if need be. And it's nuts because I remember last year, especially, obviously, Dennis, you and I talk about Temple Athletics because that's me and Dominic's alma mater. Go Owls. Last year, remember, we – we're looking at a average season, and the entire month of December was wiped off the calendar because us or the team we were playing couldn't stay healthy and happened we were supposed to play Drexel, got canceled, played Delaware State, and we won big. That was nice. Um, yeah, Dennis, I'll throw it over to you. Kind of what I was talking to Big Dom about. What's your opinion? He kind of shared that he thinks if it had to get delayed, whether it be a week or a few days or till February, like, Alabama is the, the crown jewel, the prized possession of college football. So just just say 
after the holidays because we know this is going to get worse. It's going to get worse before it gets better. Um, through Christmas and New Year's, people are hanging out and indoors, and this is probably going to spread and get worse. So say the college football playoff gets here and Michigan or Alabama can't field one, the obvious, the, the, the most dramatic would be if they can't field enough players. But imagine they can't field their, their best players. What do you think happens? Yeah, it's a, it'd be unfortunate. But that's why when you guys were talking about this, I had to research it because here on my mini-vacation mode, I'm completely out of the sports realm. I'm not paying attention to anything. But they, the college football playoff committee released this statement where if a team can't field enough players, it's deemed a no contest and a forfeit. The other team will, will, will win and advance. But they can try to reschedule the game. If the team then can't play on the rescheduled date, it's, that's it. They forfeit, the team moves on. This happens for the semifinal games and for the title game. So you wow. could possibly run into the scenario where a team doesn't play a down and wins a national championship. Wow. I can see with that scenario being a thing. Wow. Just, just from what I know, I can see Nick Saban absolutely locking down that team and having I mean, basically think, a GPS tracker. I mean, you think that they all, they all are. They're well aware of what's going on. They're being super cautious, super careful. I'm sure no one's going home for the holidays. Super tight lockdown. Stuff kind of what they had to go through last season when it was how many teams have to cancel games, and it was, no, we're only playing six, seven games, and you need, we need you to play. I can see that. So, that's so, honestly a great... Wow. I honestly didn't think about that, like the, the family that's aspect. Like, you're probably right. Nick Saban probably told them, you want to feature with this program, you want to feature yeah, it's, it's, potentially it's not in the just, NFL. It's not just him. It's probably them. Hey, do you want to play in this football game? Good, you're staying here on campus. You're going to go by our protocols. You're going to sit in your and dorm on that. Christmas. And, and if somebody goes against the grain and goes out to the bars around the holiday season, if they go home or something, they come back, then it's on them. And I, wow. I could, I'd have to imagine they won't have a place there next season. <laughs> you cost <laughs> the team a national championship. But, Just my two cents. But, yeah, that, it's unfortunate that's what wow. we're in with the forfeits. But, yeah, I knew – I read that they had put in some type of rule. I wasn't sure if it was confirmed. But, yeah, it'll be deemed a no wow. contest if they can't play on the rescheduled date. Now, to your point, on you were saying – or I, you might have brought it up too. How far out do you push this thing? I don't know. I don't know if they, like – hey, we have these 10 days or whatever it might be if you have cases, and then, all right, we're going 10 days after that. If you can't make it work, then it's canceled. But I don't know what. And you know what? You know what's interesting I guess we'll find thing. out if they, we come to that. You're in sports radio right now, and, and Dominic has been in marketing and stuff. I'm like, I'm curious if, if that were to happen, if they say we are postponing this, but it, it's going to happen shortly, shortly thereafter, when does that and I just used, when I was telling Big Dom, I used February as a, just a hypothetical. When does that run into marketing for the Super Bowl? Where they try to compete the national championship and the college football playoff. Does that have an impact? I don't think, uh, ESPN already stays away. That's why these semifinal games are on Friday. They're on New Year's Eve. Right. They changed it because it used to just be, oh, they're going to be the Saturday for going into New Year's. Well, no, the NFL always has football. And like it or not, as many people like me love college football, the NFL is king, and they don't want right. to battle with those ratings. So they'll play on New Year's Eve as long as they can, unless it's like a Tuesday or Wednesday that year, and then they would play like that coming and let, Saturday. And let's be real. If, if, if a college football team, like what you were saying, if, if a team does forfeit, say Cincinnati had to forfeit, That'd be the only team where, at the end of the college football playoff, we would say it was still a good college football playoff. The winner won, and they're the, the champions of college football. 
that would be the only situation where we would say it was still solid if a team has to back out because no one's expecting Cincinnati to put up a fight against Alabama. But that's the. But if Alabama then says. If their receiver room goes down and Bryce Young has nobody to throw the ball to. If Alabama can't play. Well, well, Cincinnati really didn't beat Alabama. Well, right. Yeah. And sure, that's, I have those conversations, but. And that's kind of that's kind of where we're at. We we roll with the punches, I guess. All right. Uh, moving on to a much brighter topic, the New York Football Giants. <laughs> what a segue! That's why we have these lemon, beautiful lemon cello shots in front of us. Let's talk uh, New York football. The Giants um, obviously lost last week uh, against the Dallas Cowboys. At home, honestly, they were in it more so than I thought they would be. Um, but I think that was more, as Dennis tends to say on the show, more of a testament to Dallas and not the Giants. Um, Dallas looked pretty weak in that game, and the Giants looked atrocious. Um, obviously, uh, Danny Dimes was not in there, and we have Mike Glennon, who is just uh, how he is an NFL quarterback is beyond me, um, has looked awful. Since he came in, absolutely atrocious. We signed Jake from from the Buffalo Bills practice squad. Didn't get a chance until the last drive of the game against Dallas. And honestly, it was one drive, garbage time, three or four minutes left. But he looked all right and utilized Galladay more than Mike Glenn or Danny Dimes had utilized Galladay. He did that more in three minutes than I've seen Jones or, or Glennon use the entire time Galladay has been a giant. Um, that's obviously the the highlight of it because we're tapped out of it because they're so bad. But we'll bring Dominic and Big Dom into this one first. Um, giants, obviously, the season's kind of a waste at this point. Uh, we're still technically um, able to make the playoffs, although that's probably not going to happen. And uh, we go into Philly uh, this week. Dominic like myself years ago, has been deep in the trenches of uh, the Philadelphia sports scene. Dominic as a Giants fan in Philadelphia. The Eagles aren't great either. They're not as bad as we are, but they're not great. Um, just your general thoughts about the Giants, the week behind us, the week ahead. I'll start with, with the week ahead and we'll go backwards. Uh, a stat you know, stays in my head, and it's that the Giants have not beaten the Eagles at Lincoln Financial Field since 2013. It's just every time we go there, no matter how close we come, it's like a magical power just comes over that stadium and we just screw up something and we just lose. Like Evan Ingram's hands? Uh, usually Evan yeah. Ingram's hands, yeah. whether you know it's that or, or, or what else. Um, do I think that Jake Fromm can go in there and light it up? I weirdly think he can. And I'll go backwards now saying, I wish that in that game against Dallas... At halftime, they put Jake Fromm in, and we were able to actually analyze him for more than one drive because I think if we were able to see that, we can go into this game with a better reading of what kind of QB he could be in the NFL. But unfortunately, we, we don't have that. We only have the one drive. So I think, I think it's a complete toss-up. I think he can go out there, and he can absolutely light it up. He can get Galladay the ball. He can make some big plays. Or he... Throws three picks in a quarter. Uh, I can't tell. We'll, we'll just have to find out when, when the time comes. But really quick, Jake Fromm in that one drive showed more than... Uh, Daniel Jones is gone. I mean, he's not gone. Shouldn't, that's kind of dramatic. But he's, he's, he's done for the year. 
So he's Jake Fromm showed more in one drive than Mike Glennon showed in three or four days, to your point. Mike Glennon looks like a deer, you know, in headlights out yeah, there. He, it's, and it's just terrible passes. And, and to, to the offense's credit, they've been having good routes for the most part. And I think it's gotten better with Freddie Kitchens since um, well, uh, Garrett was gone. But, I also yeah, don't want to yeah. take away what Fromm did, but let's be fair. It, it was garbage time. It was that garbage. Game, that's that, true. That game was over. That's true. Dallas was not playing defense. Yeah, but but to that point, Glennon had, I guess, prime time and garbage time and couldn't do anything. Uh, Dad, Dad, uh, get in here. What, what are your thoughts about before or after Glennon, Jones, from what do you think? I, I think, unfortunately, we knew what Glennon was all along. There's, there's nothing to learn about Glennon anymore. He probably will not be with the team next year. From you play him the rest of the year, maybe as a backup. He's, he's not a starter. This is going to just see if he's a serviceable backup. I think everybody else on this field is playing for next year, and we should be playing the young kids if, if we haven't already or play them more. We have nothing to, you know, the season's already lost. We've lost Daniel Jones for the year. Uh, whether he returns is another story. There isn't a big, long draft list. You know, uh, there's the kid from Pittsburgh, Pickett. Um, but there's really not a lot there. Um, we probably do not have the resources that somebody really wants in terms of who's on the field now. We have two big draft choices next year. I think we keep them. Um, yeah. I think you need somebody on the Gosh, defensive. So. Yeah, you need <laughs> yeah. somebody at defensive line. You need somebody on the offensive line. I think the Tony kid is going to be good if he stays healthy. I well, here, hold on, hold on. So, so let's. I want to get to that too. I want to. I want to stay with like the present right now. Because I want to, I want to get to that. I think that's a bigger conversation. That I also want to go around the room and and and, and look at the draft and, and who's going to be here after New Year's and who's not going to be here. But, but not to interrupt you, but Dennis, uh, your thoughts right now on on the like what happened last week and what we can expect from the Eagles and the the Jake from Mike Glennon uh, dilemma, uh, which should be a dilemma. <laughs> Well, but apparently Joe game? Judge is making it. From is, is he starting? No, they, he they, never they hasn't been. Joe Judge's last Joe, press, he didn't say. Joe Judge said in a press conference, we'll know by the end of the week. You know, right. that's, Any that's sort of optimism. Typical Joe Judge fashion. Christmas weekend, none of us want to watch the game anyway. Give us something to tune into. You know, I, the game last week was absolute just, it was abysmal. It, it was a disgusting performance at home. And you know what else is worse is just the amount of Cowboy fans that were there. That's the biggest takeaway. I know they travel well. I know they're quote-unquote America's team. But, God, it pisses me off. I can't. We're the Giants. I know we suck. But, my gosh, we can't have that many guys rooting for the other team in our building. It's just pitiful. But it's the way the season goes. There's no product to watch on the field. Barkley's the most entertaining guy on the field, and he can't run more than five yards at a time. The defense... It, I really feel bad for Graham and everybody on the defensive staff. I think they have busted their asses this year trying to keep the Giants into football games. And unfortunately, it doesn't work because we can't score points. And I think I think we'll see better results this week against Philly. Philly's not that good. Jalen Hurts is up and down. I think the Giants can stay competitive. The issue, it, will they actually score points? I don't, think, I don't think they can. I don't think they're capable of doing it. And that's what bothers me. I can't believe he hasn't announced who's starting yet. <laughs> Dude, hold on, but it's Friday. <laughs> do you have, do you have what any, are we doing? <laughs> hey, Dennis, from our uh, from our group chat, do you have any optimism no. at all? And obviously, we had but, so so the so, one bit of optim 
optimistic view yeah. I have is that Gettleman has been confirmed gone. Right. We're not firing him yet because it's not the giant way. John Mayer is going to be a fruit basket. A short list in that office. They're targeting guys, talking to guys, and hopefully soon after the season ends, somebody is brought in, and then he give him the keys to the ship. So, and, and that's with Jake Fromm. The, the the slight reason I have optimism is because I have no reason to not have optimism. Because you haven't seen him. What's exactly. the worst that could happen? Exactly. And Jake Fromm obviously was. One what if of, Mike Glennon comes out what, there on the first drive of the game? Sure. <laughs> I, I Joe Judge will Joe Judge will be asking to get fired. If if Mike Glennon starts, I would say, and Dennis, you know me. I have, and for any of our listeners, I've been. You both of us have been big Joe Judge fans, despite all the injuries, despite how this team has not improved, if has declined since he he's gotten here. We've we've always sung Joe Judge's praises. If he starts Mike Glennon, I, I'm done. Like I, I'm not. I, I can't defend him anymore. And I and I said that weeks ago. I said I can't. I said I, I want Joe Judge back. And this is kind of to when I interrupted my dad, kind of getting to this point. I want Joe Judge back. I want Daniel Jones back. And I, I think they deserve another chance because they haven't had anything to work with. The team has been hurt. David Gettleman has been working on this offensive line his entire tenure as Giants GM, and it hasn't. It, nothing has happened. Nothing has happened, and 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 it's nuts because we we drafted Andrew Thomas, and it didn't pan out. And our best offensive lineman was credit to Big Dom Matt Pert from UConn, and then this year Matt Pert from UConn played terrible. He's and lost his job to Nate Solder. Single handedly stalled out a drive last week. On his own. On Literally his own lost his job to Nate Solder, and credit to our first-round pick, Andrew Thomas, improved greatly. And Andrew Thomas played really well this year. So it, it, it's just, it, it doesn't, I don't want to say it doesn't make sense. It's just not, oh, Mama Scarano coming in. To get, no, come on down. No, I was looking for somebody to take the dog out, but I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Remy, Remy want to be on the pod? <laughs> Remy on the um, podcast. But it, it's, it's. Like if Mike Glennon starts, I. To your point too, building the offensive line, Gettleman has missed. Becton has been a stud for the Jets, even though he has been hurt. Worfs has been great in Tampa Bay. This past year, he missed on Slayer going to uh, San Diego or before Constantly get... each year, we're drafting an offensive lineman. He's missing on guys that are having success right. elsewhere. Right now, well, maybe there are better pieces next to those guys in those teams. But I'm also talking about the Jets in one of this. Right. Yeah. And we'll faces. we'll get to that. We'll Somebody made a positive comment about the Jets. That's <laughs> and we'll get to that in a second. We'll get to our picks, obviously, about um, Giants Eagles and a plethora of, of other games. But it's it's I'm I mean like I was saying I'm excited about the idea of Jake Fromm. We had him for one drive in garbage time, but he looked good. He again, like I said a few minutes ago, he utilized Galladay. More than obviously Glennon did, but more than Danny Dimes did. In in three minutes, I saw Galladay utilize more than Daniel Jones had the entire year. I don't know if that's Daniel Jones. I don't know if that was Jason Garrett. I I don't know. But we spent, he didn't have a catch till halfway through the third. Last he doesn't week. have a touchdown. He doesn't have a single that's touchdown ridiculous. as a Giant. 
Dennis, I was in Key West with the two guys sitting across from you. We were going to the Ernest Hemingway Ernest House. Ernest Hemingway's living room. We were in line to get tickets to go to the Ernest Hemingway House, and I found out Kenny Galladay was signed. And I'm still happy we signed him to this day. But we have not utilized him. And that's clear when you look at the quote-unquote tape and you hear him in his press conferences. I don't think he's bummed that he came to New York because I think he wants to be in New York. He got paid. And I still think something good is going to come out of it. But we are not utilizing him. And we had... And and the the thing I was most excited about going into this year was obviously you're going to have multiple guys on Kenny Galladay. But when you have Galladay, when you have Slayton, when you have Sterling Shepard, who... Bless his heart. Now he's been a massive disappointment too. Slayton, he has not grown he has, at he's all. He's had Slayton's a terrible year. Doing. Terrible year. When you have Kadarius Tony, who for whatever reason wasn't used till week three or four, when you had all those guys, the idea in my head at least was when you have all those guys healthy, they can't put two guys on all of them. One of them's going to be open. If if Galladay is there at the very least as a decoy, well, also in the beginning, you're going to have Slayton open. You're going to have Shepard open. You're going to have Tony open. Shepard was getting six to eight targets. Sometimes more a game. Right. Having now, eight catches. But now the intermediate we, routes. Oh, hopefully opening up downfield passing. But now here we Where's are. Where's been? I mean, I know Shepard's hurt right now, but. Right. Slayton, Slayton has played terrible. Shepard can't stay healthy, so where's that? Tony can't stay healthy, so where's that? Galladay couldn't stay healthy, so where's that? So my idea, what I just said, is when you have all these guys open, if you have Galladay, I'm sorry. No one's like, we, we got a double cover John Ross, and there's Kenny Galladay on the other side. Like it doesn't, it doesn't work that way. Anywho, if they're gonna do that too, and this still bothers me, why Barkley isn't coming out of the backfield more? We Thank know you. he can. He, we know he's so. a pass catcher. We know he's great at doing that. And you just got to get the guy in the open, open space. Why we're not running short dink and dunks for him? I have no idea. Instead, we're just gonna hand him the ball and watch him run five feet into our, our own <laughs> lineman. And, Try to bounce to the outside, but by that time, right. protection's collapsed. So, so let's uh, let's look at the broader picture now, um, because again, Giants aren't officially eliminated out of playoff contention, um, but an asteroid is more likely to hit than um, than the Giants making the playoffs. So let's let's run around the room. I interrupted my dad because he was getting into this, but we'll go right we'll go right back to it. Um, a lot of questions have to be asked and answered. Um, by the Giants in the front office, and uh, some of it's the GM, it's the quarterback, it's the it's it's the head coach. Um, we'll start we'll start with Dennis. We'll go around the room. Uh, Dennis, what do you think happens on what is it called Black Black Monday? Yeah, when uh, everyone loses Monday their job the in the week. NFL. Uh, initially, what are what, what are you thinking? I guess I guess what are you projecting? And what would you want on your on your wish list if if it was up to you? I expect not much change, and I don't even know if we'll have a GM that early, but I would imagine hopefully by the time the playoffs wrap up before we get to Super Bowl Sunday that we have a GM announced. I would hope, maybe not. Maybe they're just going to wait for the season to officially close, and then we'll. Go into the offseason, probably behind the other teams that don't care about doing it the quote-unquote giant way and just get their guy and start running. But I think Judge is safe, and I think we go into the offseason with a bunch of draft picks and 
hopefully saying, if we're not injured, another year with Daniel Jones, hopefully some consistency from a play calling standpoint. Let me go into training camp hoping, once again, that we're in a division that nobody can really determine who is the best team. Maybe it's Dallas, but who knows. And that's what happens. My wish list? I kind of unfortunately want Judge gone. Unless the GM comes in and is blown away and loves what he's doing, I'm a full believer in the GM and head coach being in tandem, coming in at the same time, having the same vision, building the same team. Now, if the GM comes in, talks to Judge, and all is good, fine. But But you want Judge gone. Yeah, right now, depending if the GM comes in and he's not blown away by what Judge has to say or what Judge sees – this team building towards. So before I, I think he has to be gone. Then before I, I go to them, you and I were and, both. And Daniel Jones is a package deal. He goes too. So you just completely blow it up and start from scratch. Before I go to them, you and I were both, especially out of our group chat with our friends Nick, Kyle, and Alice, you and I were both on the Joe Judge train. We have been. Yeah. We've been, we've been firm believers in him even when it got bleak. What was the What was the moment... <laughs> Or, 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 or what, I mean, besides the obvious that we're not winning, what's, what was the moment? I mean, there's a lot of great coaches that coach terrible teams. And it's, sometimes it's their fault, sometimes it's not. What, what was the moment when you were like, or, or what is leading to this moment right now, I should say, that you were saying, ideally, you want Judge gone? I haven't lost faith in Judge. I just don't know how often a new GM can come in and be in agreement with the coach. So you're how basing that off the same, of the GM. Yeah, how they can okay. have the same vision. If he comes in, and that's the problem, too. If you have Judge, Judge has a vision. So i got to find a GM that's in line with him already. No, 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 it has to be the other way around. The GM right. is building the team. He's building the team for Judge. So it needs to be the GM, and if he doesn't want Judge, if he doesn't like the vision that he sees, he's got to go. And Daniel Jones has to go, too. He was forced upon Joe Judge. We'll never know if Judge really wanted Daniel Jones to be his quarterback. Does so a good job there. of pretending if he doesn't. That's um, the problem. He, I mean, I guess he treats the New York media well. He doesn't buy into New York. But it's the other thing, his positivity. Big Dom. positives on the field. Big Dom. Uh, sorry to interrupt you earlier. Uh, let's go to the bigger picture. You're, what, what do you think realistically, Daniel, Daniel Jones, Joe Judge, I mean, obviously, I think we, we're all in agreement, and the New York sports media world is in agreement that Gettleman will not be the GM after this year. But what what is your realistic picture going to next year? And if you were in charge of everything, what would be on your wish list, and what would you do? Uh, I like Judge a lot. I thought he brought toughness to the Giants and, uh, you know, no bullshit type of attitude in the beginning. But so. now I think he has to go. I, I I think back to what Dennis was saying, even the Barkley screens and things of that na- nature. He's in charge. Even though he's not an offensive court, he's in charge of the team. And if we're seeing it from the outside, how is he not seeing it day to day and making those adjustments? We understand there's injuries. We understand that maybe we're not the most talented team. But uh, I just think he's going. Uh, obviously, Gettleman is going. I think Jones may have to stay because of lack of other choices out there. Um, I don't think the, the, the incoming class of quarterback is going to change much. Um, you know, there's talk, oh, Russell Wilson might be interested in coming to New York. 
I don't think any of these guys are coming to New York. Um, and, and I think you got to keep those draft choices. I think you got to blow it up. I think, like Dennis said, or you said, bring in the general manager, let him pick his coach, start it all over again. I mean, the only person on that team, you know, at least on the offensive side that I, you know, keep is the receivers. Spent a lot of money on Galladay. Right. And as you pointed out, they didn't use him. Spent a lot of resources on Galladay and didn't use him. So like, whatever yeah, it's the not reason, his fault. They didn't. They they're not throwing the ball. Away. No, I'm not, I'm not blaming Galladay. I'm no, blaming yeah, the whole yeah. setup. And yes, there was injuries involved there. You know, Evan Ingram. Don't let me get started on him. <laughs> I mean, we love Evan Ingram yeah, on this how, podcast. How many, how many years? You know, he had a better year this year. I, I think Shepard is probably going to be gone too. It's another. You know, the injuries. This has been a serious injury, and I think that's probably yeah. going to be it for him. Slayton a disappointment. Um, I'm just sad. You know, the offensive line, yes, the Lemieux got injured at the beginning of the year. Gates got injured in the right Blake in the beginning. Martinez. Blake Martinez is a huge loss. I agree 100% with Dennis. I think the defense, for the most part, really played their heart out. They, they, they don't have a lot of talent there. They still don't have the outside rushers. The, the rookie from Georgia, I can't pronounce his name. Andrew I think Thomas? No, on the, the linebacker defense. Oh, begins with an O, I think, uh, from Georgia. Oh. Third round draft choice yeah. or second round draft choice? Oh, um, um, uh, Aziz Ojolari. He's fa- been fantastic. He's going to be a player. I think uh, Carter, been fantastic. Carter's been a little bit of a disappointment this year in terms of. But I think overall, the defense has done the best they can with what what, Xavier what they McKinney. have. Xavier McKinney had a nice Xavier year. Xavier McKinney there. had a breakout year. Yep, first 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 year. Um, you know, I, you know, Logan Ryan. I like him as a leader, but then you know. I see him breaking down a bit there. Bradbury. What do you think? Bradbury, Bradbury had an extremely disappointing year. Right. It wasn't what it was last year. Um, you know, so I think they're going to blow up the team again. I just think that's the way. They got some defensive players there that they're going to keep. But so I, I like the defense. I think they tried their hard. But I just don't think we got enough there. There's still not a rusher to get to the quarterback on a consistent basis. Leonard Williams has been pretty good for the whole Leonard year. Leonard Williams has been incredible. Right. But in terms of getting to the quarterback... The rush is, it's not there. Their best player in my mind this year was the kicker. Yeah. He was who, the most consistent yeah, one. Yeah. Who didn't the make the Pro Bowl. Right. Who didn't make the Pro Bowl. To me, he was their offensive, basically their offense for most of the year. You know, We you, did this a few years ago. Rosas was our best player. That's right. Exactly. Our, our kicker. Right. Giants so. just breed great kickers. That haunt. But so, so I, I heard you say a lot of like, I, I think this is going to happen. I think this, 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 and that. But what do you want? What do you, what do you, you you said what you think is going to happen in all these situations? Now now run it back. Daniel Jones, Joe Judge. Obviously, we could probably throw out Dave Gettleman out of this equation, but all those guys you said what you think is going to happen. In your ideal, I mean, small window here, what do you think is going to happen, or, or what what would you want to happen? Excuse me. Do you want do you want Dan? And I'm putting you on the spot here. It's like a political like news interview. <laughs> Do you want in in Big Dom's New York Giants of 2022? Is Joe Judge the coach? Is Danny Dimes the quarterback? Joe Judge is gone. Danny Dimes will remain the quarterback. Right. Lack of other choices, and it, I think he can be a definitely serviceable quarterback. I just think again, it's the parts around him. You know, we've heard this one how many times? Say, do we have an offensive line around him? Do, I think he has the tools. I think it goes back to the offensive line. I just think, again, to go keep on drafting offensive linemen is just like it's a broken record. Right. 
But I think that's what's going to happen. I think Danny Dimes stays. I think they're going to hire a I don't GM. want to hear think. I don't want to hear no. think. I want what, what, well, what you think. Danny, what, what you want. What you want. Do you want do you want Danny Dimes? I want Aaron Rodgers, but you know that that's not that's not reality. <laughs> so, but do you want do you want Danny Dimes and do you want Joe Judge gone? Joe Judge People gone. value your opinion on this podcast. Yes. Joe Judge gone, Danny Dimes to stay okay. based on the current field and I think you got to get a GM and a coach that both believe in Danny Dimes. So you know, are this will on, never work. So I would you, also be very interested to see if a GM comes in, does what we're talking about and wants to blow it up. Because, I mean, Kenny Pickett is the real deal that they're saying, and he'll, we'll, we'll see him again. He's opted out of the bowl game. We'll see him at the Senior Bowl for the draft. Matt Corral is the same one. Matt Corral, stronger arm than Daniel Jones, has mobility. He's a guy coming out. Malik Willis is supposed to be good. Same type, like a Lamar Jackson type. So there are guys. It's just there's not as much hype as what they had last year. So it'll be interesting to see what they do if they use one of those picks to trade back because I don't think any of them hold value to be drafted in the top ten. That's well, the well said. But I agree. At the end of the first round, or if they have to trade back in, or at the beginning of the second round, if they get somebody. So, on what? So, to, just to just to kind of that put our will, thoughts together here. I'll, I'll be very interested to see who the GM is, what he wants to do, to see where the Giants. Because the Giants, I mean, let's be honest. At this point, we have two top ten picks, but we could. Where were we you? Make on, some moves. Where, no, where were you on on Joe Judge and Daniel Jones? I believe. No, no, it's not. So what I what, what I want, want I want, want I want them both gone. I want it completely okay. blown up. So, so Big Dom wants... Adam Baum. Big Dom wants middle. Jones to stay, Judge gone. You want both gone. I want both to stay. And uh, that leaves us a little more. Dominic, assuming Dave Gettleman's gone, and you are in the trenches in Philadelphia currently, as I once was, what, what do you think, and then what do you want? I think they're going to keep Judge, and they're going to keep Jones, at least for another year. What I'd want to happen is what he will. I, I agree that Judge should go. I do not like Judge. I think he folds under pressure. I think he can talk his big game about, you know, toughness and, and his positivity with the team and all that. But, I mean, you can see it on the field that he's lost. So I think he should be gone. Back to Daniel Jones. I am, a, I am a firm Daniel Jones supporter. I've seen him do some great things. I've seen him do a lot of dumb things. But I think you have, you know, as he said, a good O-line around him. I think you can kind of suppress the dumber d- decisions he makes just because he has really nowhere to go. So that kind of opts him to, to, you know, make some mistakes. I think you put a decent line in front of him. I think he can be a good quarterback, not just a serviceable one. I think he can be a good quarterback. Is he going to be great? Probably not. But I think he can serve the Giants in, in what they need from a QB. And the thing is, and just to give a shout out to Dominic, I gave Dominic a lot of crap about. Uh, Wearing Eagles stuff. There is photographic evidence during the Eagles heyday, which Dominic. I still I did do it. Still will not forgive I, him for it. I claimed it was the, it was out of Nick safety. It's like if you're in the middle of a war zone, you put the bulletproof vest on if you have it. You tried to blend in, and I will still not forgive him for that. You could stay home. I was in Boston when the but, Sox won the World Series. It was a good time. I can't lie. It was a lot of fun. But to Dominic's to Dominic's credit, I I railed on him relentlessly when he was there because you know. I spent the exact. I, I probably spent more time in Philadelphia than I did. I spent more time in Philadelphia than Dominic did, and I never once would even think about putting that logo on any part of my body. As Big <laughs> you Dom, throw the bus here. <laughs> as these fly eagles. <laughs> as Big Dom uh, waves his wings at, what, at whatever team is doing better than the Giants. <laughs> 
And, and I, I grilled Dominic relentlessly. And I said, I lived there for years, and I wouldn't even think. I would rather the Giants go 10 years without winning a game than wearing that shirt. And I stand by that that statement today. I don't know about that. No, I st- I will never. <laughs> Do you know that they're not going to lose or not going to win? Because if you know, then you just don't have to tune in. No, if, mean, you, if, you, if you go in like every season expecting to I win would, no. and you don't win a game for 10 years, Dennis, I I've, might don. I've, I've said this. That ugly I've said this. Thing. Honestly, <laughs> in an extremely messed up way, being a Giants fan, while we are terrible, has almost been, I mean, it's getting old now, but for a minute there, it was kind of nice being a Giants fan when we were terrible because I go into the game, I'm not stressed. There's no pressure. I'm never going to lose. But it's like, oh, maybe we'll make it fun. Maybe we'll have a chance. Who knows? This could be exciting. When when we were good, it was like going to like a business meeting. Yeah, like we have to win. It's not, it's not even fun to watch it because I'm on my on the edge of my seat. So it was a nice break. Do you know half the teams in the NFC right now they're battling for? No, but that's, but that's that's they're entertained. But that's why. Us. We're walking into a game. Like, no, but that's but that's why I said <laughs> what else is on TV? That's right, why. Right. That's why I said it's it's getting old now. It's it's getting tiring. But for a minute there, it was nice. But to, to what I was saying before, I, I grilled Dominic relentlessly. But to his credit, he has come around, and I see Dominic posting the the game day Instagram post from the Giants. Even when we're terrible, he knows we're gonna lose. But you know what? Like uh, the, the Giants, the the Giants' name for me, and I've always said this on the show, means so much more to me than it does about the Yankees or the Bruins, or all the all the other teams that I root for that are terrible. Like it, it's just it, it means so much more. So you know what? It, it doesn't. At the end of the day, I mean, I want them to win. But at the end of the day, like wearing the NY, I think means something more. And to Dominic's credit, I grilled him. A lot, and he he came around, and he's he's been a good supporter of the Giants. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> to that nostalgic point, I, I had a question looming in the back of my head that I wanted to ask Big Dom, and we could all jump in here, and uh, we got to get to our picks, obviously. But but Dad, it's been a decade since the Giants won the Super Bowl, the last Super Bowl, and uh, me and Dennis were in the same room for that one. And it's been over a decade since you and I were at the Super Bowl together, in which the Giants were not uh, an incredible team in either of those. We were not the dominant team. No one had us winning the Super Bowl in either of those years. No one had us winning the Super Bowl when we made the playoffs. And uh, But it was just an incredible moment. I think both Super Bowls kind of were reflective of each other. And it was It was a similar, like a gritty team that found ways to win on the road and Ten years later, we're in absolute shambles, <laughs> and we're talking about the coach and the, the quarterback and the, the GM and all this. What did and, it cost? And I, and I think about Pop Pop, who's obviously not here on the show right now, who was at one of those Super Bowls with us and has seen this and been a Giants fan for all these years. And you've been a Giants fan for all these years. What is your general thought on just the organization? As a whole, for better or worse. Well, I, I think it, you know. Doesn't have to be like what's happening, like going into the Eagles yeah. game, just in a. In a no, I, I just think it's, I think it starts at the quarterback position. And whether you're an Eli hater or not, at least in the last 10 years, and yes, Eli threw balls that should, maybe shouldn't have been thrown with a Tyree, and, you know, but he was a leader. He showed up every game. And I think that consistency 
surrounds the team, and I think yeah. that's what you need. And and they clearly do not have that now. And I think that, you know, and I think you have leaders on both sides of the ball for that matter. With the, you know, with either Strahan one year, or or um, I can't think of his name now in the middle there. Tuck, Tuck the other year. You had leaders in there, and and that also helps. And uh, you know things you know things go around. You know, so hopefully down the road, you know, we'll we'll get back to that. But I think. Uh, it's got to start at the quarterback. It's got to start at that position. Do you have Do you have hope? Uh, I mean, I think it was right before Dennis showed up. You're like, I probably have 10, 15 years left on this earth. <laughs> uh, yeah, you missed that one. <laughs> uh, All time quote. So, do, do, you, do you have Do you have hope? Is that ballpark? <laughs> ballpark. Lorraine's hoping for ten. Uh, <laughs> do you have hope that the Giants can can rise to at least relevant football? I, I do have hope. I, I you know, it's hard to watch as Dennis said. It is very difficult to watch these games now. Um, but if you said do, put it this way, do I think the Giants are going to win a Super Bowl in the next ten years? I'd probably say no. Do I think they're going to make the playoffs at some point in the next ten years? I would say yes. Well, back when Coughlin was there, let me ask you this: before the first Super Bowl, would you have said the same thing? Or I was about to say for either of those. Would you have said that you see a Super Bowl in the future? No, I think in neither of those teams would I have thought they'd ever win the Super Bowl, go all the way. I mean, listen, you beat the Patriots, so, you know, undefeated team. So who thought that was going to happen? Um, but no, I didn't. But they they were working like they were playoff teams. They they made it to the playoffs. And Road they, Warriors they was in the yeah, yeah absolutely. Year. So yeah, I mean, once you're in, you always got a shot, but. You know, they made the playoffs pretty much year after year. They may have been out after one game, but in that period of time, they were in the playoffs. I can't say every year because I can't recall exactly, but I'm thinking they were in those playoffs very consistently, competitive the for the most part. The year after the 07-08 Super they were one of the best teams in the NFC. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> and then Plaque shot himself and all, what the hell. We, we, yeah, we, exactly. Our, our, our team <laughs> the year after the Super Bowl was a better team than we had seen. Yeah, and then Plex shot himself, and then we—I right. I think we were at that game. I think I think you and I were at that game, the Giants Eagles game. After Plex shot himself, Maybe we didn't I have a—we didn't have a chance because we had no offensive like downfield weapon, and and yeah, it's it's it's, it's possible. I mean, I think it's sick, still cyclical. You know what happens with teams, and as Dennis said too. He made a point about that division. Who's the best team in that that Eastern Division? Is it Dallas? Maybe. Uh, but, you know, Eagles, Washington, Giants, I mean, we should be competitive with those teams. And we're not. We're not consistently competitive with those teams. So. Right. And we're, we're the doormat. And the fact right. that Washington, the Washington team without a name, is looking better than us with their backup quarterback. Is That guy looked better than Glenn, if I can say. But, you know, I, I do, <laughs> just, just to say before we get the picks, I do remember um, there was a good time. And I, and, and, I saw an article actually. It was like, "What? What do you do when like the best moment of your life happened when you were so young?" And I was like, "I was 17 years old, and I was with my dad, my grandpa, and Bob Stefanowski, and watched the the Giants win the Super Bowl and the Tyree catch, and and like even the, the 2011 Super Bowl. If that never happened, the Super Bowl that me and my dad were at, that would have been enough for me." Like that would have been enough for so many people and and so many Giants fans and we we talked about it. We're, we're not going to rehash this, but for you guys, I'm assuming neither of you listened to the last episode. Me and Dennis got very heated and we were talking about how the Giants and Jets are both equally terrible right now. But I said, as a Giants fan, you have to feel 
you have to be in a better mental state because at least in the relative future or the relative past, the last 10 to 15 years, we've had some amazing moments that a lot of teams can't say they ever saw ever. If, if I could butt in there, this, this is where it pains. This is where my pain comes in because I didn't really care about sports. Right, you're you're you're, 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 you're young. Yeah. So to me, you know, it, it basically is fiction to me. Like obviously it did happen, but <laughs> I, I can't really look back with fondness. You were thirteen. What? <laughs> you were thirteen, I think. At the I was. I mean, I remember them happening. I've watched both of them, but I wasn't like this is my team. This was my right. family's team, and I was happy for everyone else. Now that I actually care, and it's like, well, you know, we we had our good times. I only know pain as a modern-day Giants fan. I can't <laughs> argue with that. So uh, oh, yeah, that's just my two cents. That's the argument. So, yeah, that's I mean, you brought the, it the up. Modern that, that, Dominic, that's a, that's a fantastic point. You brought up knowing you're stress-free, going to the games, you know you're going to lose. That's what the Jets have been. We now are just that. They've been doing it for years, 40-something years. years, maybe longer than that. Decades. That's but a, just... We are now on, we're in the same ballpark with them the last 10 years. And going you know, in week after week. Knowing the outcome. Maybe it just makes me feel better because I remember, I remember we were staying at a Homewood Suites in Scottsdale, Arizona. And and it was it was me and I think I think you and Bob went to like the Playboy party. What? I, I thought, like some Dad? It was like it was the Playboy Daddy, Super what? Bowl party. I, I wasn't I was like seventeen, so I couldn't go to the bar or anything. I, I know counting crows were playing down the street for what? something. And, and me and my grandpa were at the hotel room. We're, like, jet-lagged, or we didn't know what time it was. It, it, we're exhausted, and me and my grandpa went to bed, and they went to the Playboy party. <laughs> and we're, we're all there having fun because I, I, I may have taken, like, some sort of, I think there was, a, like, a shot involved, like, before we went to the game. I don't know what it was. But I remember, like, we were all there just having a good time. The Patriots were 18-0. and 0. We were some wild card team that backed into the playoffs. We knew we weren't going to win the Super Bowl. And and I, we were just there like trying to, I think, all collectively prepare ourselves for the beatdown that was about to come and just try to appreciate we're all together. We're in Arizona. Not many people can go to the Super Bowl, and not many people can say they were at the Super Bowl when their team was there. And I remember Big Dom, we were on the elevator, and he looks at me and my grandpa and Bob and goes, well, gentlemen, <laughs> something along the lines of it's, it's been a pleasure uh, <laughs> serving with you or, or something like that. It's like, oh, th- this is how it ends, or so- something, something to that extent. Because we all knew we weren't going to win. And then went to the game, and you sat with Bob, and then me and Pop up were in the end zone, and... And, and I'm like, oh, we're going to get demolished. But just take it in. Take all the pictures. Enjoy the moment. And then it's like halftime, and Tom Petty comes on. I was like, oh, this is incredible. I'm right behind Tom Petty. Then third quarter starts. I'm like, yeah, we're definitely going to lose. It's been a really good time, though. And then I'm like, oh, dear. We, we could potentially pull this off. And then the touchdown from the Patriots. And I was like, well. They, that that was the worst part because I was like they gave me hope that we could that we could win and now the Patriots just score we have a minute and a half with Eli Manning and that was it and then legends were born and Tyree catch and one of the greatest nights I will probably ever see um, I don't know if any of you want to tap in on that I was in someone's basement <laughs> in North Haven Connecticut 
I was at my dad's house. We did shots of Sambuca afterwards. First and last time I'll ever have Sambuca. <laughs> <laughs> Little Disgusting. do you know. <laughs> Disgusting stuff. <laughs> Little do you know. But we'll get to picks. Um, before we do that, uh, as prefaced earlier, we have these beautiful shots of limoncello in front of us. So, we've let to... them reach room temperature. Two <laughs> <laughs> the... to room yeah. temperature. They've been sitting here this entire time to Christmas. To the New York Giants. Here, we'll go around the room really quick. Uh, cheers to Daniel Jones and Jake Fromm. Dominic. I was going to do the Fromm there. Here's the potentially Kadarius Tony play this week. Here's to the season hopefully ending. Here's to Marcus Freeman getting his first bowl win for Notre Dame against Oklahoma State. Oh, cheers. cheers. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. That was pretty good. That is pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty good, good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. Podcast is brought to you by Lemoncella. <laughs> Go ahead, Danny. Joe Burr. Yeah, All right. With that having been said, do either of you have any hard-hitting topics on the Giants? Anything Anything you wanted to throw into the ring before we just go to the picks and wrap up? I got one quick one. What did, uh, we didn't really address it. What are our thoughts on Saquon Barkley's future with the New York Giants? honestly a really, another really good point. He, uh, he tweeted or today, or the Giants tweeted, or one of the, you know, the news things said that. He, quote, said he wants to be on the team forever. Well, here. You brought it up. <laughs> What do you think? I think he should absolutely stay next year. I know people are, you know, calling for him to go now. I, I think he should stay. I think in the last couple of games he's shown some more promise. I think as the line gets better and, you know, he hopefully stays healthy, I still think he is Saquon Barkley. I still think he's the pick that we got. I think he can be very good. So I'm still pro Barkley and pro Jones that going forward. Too much invested in him. <laughs> we, we can only replace so many players. <laughs> You know, you keep uh, you keep Freeman, the, the backup running back, and you got to keep you got to keep Barkley, but you got to keep him for the right price and the right contract. But I say keep him. Do you want to keep him? I want to keep him, Dennis. Yeah, I mean, it, he's created no value for himself to be offered in a trade package. It's not going to work. So yeah, also true. You have he's a workhorse. I really think he is a he's a giant kind of player. You know, hard-nosed, blue-collar type guy. So, you keep him, you hope that he stays healthy, and the pieces that you build around, we see the Saquon that we saw two years ago. But I, I agree. Again, it's that. one reason why you don't invest in the running back position. It's just they're a dime a dozen. But like we said on the, on the show, if you and I had a like a, a magic eight ball when Saquon was drafted and we thought it would end this way with all the injuries and everything, I'm sure we would have told Gettleman to do it a different way. I mean, yeah, but. you either trade back or we draft Sam Darnold, and let's be honest, would he be any better? Right. No. <laughs> no. right. That's I, a good point, Dennis. And right. I love, and Dennis made a good point a few weeks ago when, when we were talking about the Barkley pick and the, the Jones pick, and we said everyone, the New York media, the, 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 the fans, fans across the NFL are saying, why do we pick Daniel Jones? Why do we get him that early? And it's like, all right, well, look at the other options that were there. How are they doing? Not well. Well, we should have taken Josh Allen from Kentucky, the linebacker. He's doing okay for Jacksonville. Yeah, but I wanted. Devin did we White. know that then? Could have taken Herbert. Tom so. Brady went what seven? Well, six, that's seven, the biggest. So that's Herbert a, that's decided a, to go back. We would have ruined his year. career. Jerk. We, we, <laughs> we could, yeah, we probably would. We would have ruined his career. So we'll I'm get. I'm glad the, he gets to do something. We will get the but better. Then, yes, we already had Daniel Jones. We're not going to take Herbert in the first round, even though we probably should. have. We could get the better Buffalo quarterback Sunday. The Frominator. Jake Dimes. Um... Yeah, and, and the it's Saquon prominent. the Saquon thing was, <laughs> I don't think any of us would disagree that 
he was a generational talent, and we picked him as a generational talent. You couldn't you couldn't not pick Saquon in that position, and one he can't stay healthy, but two we have not given him like Daniel Jones. We have not given him the weapons to succeed. The offensive line has not been there for him to succeed. If you're a generational talent, don't get me wrong. You should be able to create your own opportunities That's what I mean. in How the run game. How was the offensive line the first year he was But here? we have an atrocious offensive line. Atrocious. Uh, well, I mean, I, I think to that point of offensive line, I mean, look at Aaron Rodgers. Look at that offensive line in front Aaron of Rogers. him right now. How many injuries? No, but uh, Barkley. Still better than David Bakhtiari. You you lost Billy Turner. You lost Elgin Jenkins. You got a rookie starting at center from Ohio State. Still better than the Giants, though. But my point is somehow either those players are good enough or Rodgers also within the offense made them good enough, put them in position to succeed or quick release, whatever it is. So Rodgers is a better quarterback than Daniel Jones is. Oh, yeah. I mean, I understand that, but my, my point is he's dealing with an offensive line that somebody could argue is not as much better on paper than what the Giants have. He's got you know, receivers. You look at those players and you match them up, and I say, wait a minute. They've got injuries across the – it's three or four guys are out of that Packer offensive line, and somehow they're protecting a 36-, 37-year-old quarterback, and he's playing terrific. Maybe there's more motivation to you know block for one of the all-time greats yeah, than there is for be too. Daniel Jones. You know your, <laughs> but then your career's that, on the line. But that goes but back on the coaching. That goes back yeah. on the coaching. And, here, and, and before we just before we get to the picks, just because we're not going to have either of them on the show again, probably by the time the Super Bowl's over. Uh, Dominic, who is your uh, Super Bowl winner? The Green Bay Packers. Dad. That was pretty quick. I like I like the Packers. Got money down already on them. I will be putting it down soon. Maybe, maybe right now. Just because <laughs> we're not, we're, we're I more than likely. I think it's going to be the Rams. All right. So so Matt Stafford gets his Super Bowl. I think so. Well, it's Packers, Rams in the championship in the in the NFC, and the Rams are going to win and go on to win the Super Bowl. So who would they be beating? Kansas City. I can see that. Interesting. I can All see right. that. All right, well, I'm not going to ask you that because we'll be talking about this again in a few days, but... Jets and the Giants. All right. So you got the predictions from you got the predictions from Big Dom and uh, my brother Dominic. So now I pass the torch over to Dennis with the picks. Dennis. NFL picks. With that. All right, boys. Can you put some like jingling bells like on the? You want me to do like Christmas music in the background this time? It's already gonna be playing. Dun, People dun, listening dun, to this. Dun, 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 dun. All right, sorry. Yeah, going with the picks. Uh, records as they stand, you guys will now be part of this, but you'll be down on the low side. Not your fault. But Dennis, fifty-one and thirty-eight on the year. Matt, you surpassed me. Uh, we both had horrific weeks last yeah. week. You worse than I. I thought I was gonna be the worst. No. Uh, the pa- the Patriots. Right. <laughs> the Patriots really did screw me. Me locking them. Over Indy. I don't know what's going on. Uh, Indy coming out of nowhere, too, by the way. Uh, but Matt, 52 and 38. Nick, creeping even closer. 51 and 25. And a hell of a stretch. And Ellis, 39 and 14. Ellis had a decent week. Nick, once again, a really good week. Yeah, so you got a lot of good things. Saw him first. Uh, by default, yeah, with the. Uh, Actually, yeah, because we have the same amount of losses, so you would win. To you guys, uh, Dennis has never beat me. We've been doing this show for nearly three years, and Dennis has not won once. <laughs> you guys both got pretty good records, though. Cool. Kind of. And we changed it up because we added Nick 
when he was a guest. Was he a guest? Or, no, Nick's never been on the show. I don't know why we added him for his picks. <laughs> we did it for some reason. We added him. He only missed the I first. Think for us. He's our number was one he, fan. Was he, Maybe he only missed the first three weeks of the year. But were we able to get more fans from him. We, uh, <laughs> you know, more more listeners. Yeah, I, I honestly, he's never been on the yeah, show. Yeah, that's true. I don't know he's why. Our, that's because he's our number one fan. Maybe we just asked him to. He just sends us enough it. pictures of him chopping wood and sitting by the fireplace. <laughs> that's true. Sure. And to be to be fair, early on he was giving. Great analysis he for was. why he was picking these games. Now he he's just sending me who right. he wants to That's fair. win the game. So, uh, unfortunately, we will start with the team that we have been talking about yeah. all day. The Giants traveling to Philadelphia. Uh, Ellis on the Eagles. Nick is on the Giants. Oh, I'm taking Philly. Let's uh, go with our guest first. first. Let's go with the youngest, Dominic. Giants-Eagles, uh, your pick and any analysis. They hurt me every week, but I, I gotta say, I think the Giants can do it. They did it at MetLife, they weren't supposed to do it. I think the Eagles are not as good as everyone thinks they are. I think we got some new blood with Fromm out there. I'm going New York. Big <laughs> Dom. I know who he's going. You don't even need to. We, we don't even need to pass them. We can skip over him. No. Go for it. Eagles, 20 to 10. <laughs> that's up. That's for Lorraine. 10's we, a we, lot of points. We give it scores here? No. Why? Well, just, just that one, I will. Go 14 to 10. So miserable. Yeesh. Low scoring. Things will be a low scoring one. We're, we are ball. so bad and we're going to be hurt. And I, I really hate to say this. Jalen Hurts going to be in there. And I hate to say it. And we're going to have Jake Fromm. And I really hate to say it. But give me the New York football giants. Jake Fromm is going to show up. Kadarius Tony hopefully will play. It's going to be the ugliest game we've ever seen in the division. And we're going to win by three. Let's go, Giants. Give me the New York football Giants. <laughs> Not even a question. Yeah, I remember uh, last time I uh, said that, and the Giants beat the Eagles, and you guys all beat. You do remember that I picked the Giants beat the Panthers way back when, and nobody else did. I never get credit for that. I was the first one. Divisional rivalries mean different things. So uh, give me the New York football Giants. Either way. Jake Frog uh, beat the streak. If you guys are new to this, Jake we do the three regional teams. New York, Jets, Giants, Pats, Pats, and then we have three other games. Don made a pick. Lorraine made a pick. We didn't let you make a pick. You were in the room when we decided to do this. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Big Dom. Just the way the cookie crumbles. But game you number are, two. You were wrapping presents. <laughs> Buffalo, Buffalo trying to bounce back after their horrific game against the Patriots last time out. Now they travel to Foxborough. Uh, Nick locking the bills. That's something I will explain to you guys. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. We're doing locks. You get a bonus point for a team. So at any point, you feel like you want to lock a team. No, but Nick is on the Bills and locking him. Ellis also on the Bills. I guess I'll go. We'll just go in the same order. I'm I'm taking the Bills. Bills need to win. I don't know what's going on with the Patriots offense. Also last week, not being the Colts. They're on my Dunzo list. So. I don't have a whole lot to say about this tennis, although I am going to disagree with all of you and grab the points. I'm, I'm going for the Patriots. I think the Pats, you know, they kind of embarrassed them on primetime in Buffalo. I think the Bills had their get-right game last week. I'm going to go with the Bills. I type Bulls and auto-corrected the Bills. I will I take the Chicago Bulls. Chicago Bulls are going to have a good game. Zach Levine is going to go wild. Lonzo Ball will throw for 300. Vucevic is going to have a great game against the New England Patriots. <laughs> I, I I am going on the Belichick bandwagon. Did you make a new column in the uh, thing for... Yeah, I gave them. That's awesome. I got Dom and Dom Jr. <laughs> there we go. I didn't want to type Little Dom. It takes too much. All right. The game of the week. I almost wanted to save this for last. The Jacksonville Jaguars, the Urban Meyerless Jacksonville Jaguars, traveling up to the Meadowlands to play the Jets. Oh, a barn burner, if you will. Ugh. 
Nick and Ellis both on the Jets. <laughs> Ellis is locking the Jets. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. I'm going to take the Jets as well. Uh, this is going to be a <laughs> atrocious guy. Honestly, it's probably going to be a high-scoring game because of how terrible they both are. Um, but, yeah, I, I got to go with the Jets. Honestly, to their credit, they've been a, a very good, bad team. Like, they've, if that makes sense. The Jets, they've been in some yeah. games, yeah. They are so bad, but they are good when they're bad. And I, I don't know any other way to describe that. But the the Jets are one of the best terrible teams I've ever seen. So, um, yes, I'm going to take the Jets. Going off that, one of my biggest fears in life is that the Jets' trajectory of a team might be better than the Giants with Zach Wilson. So It's I'm, happening I'm, right now. I think, it's, I think we're watching it happen. Don't listen to our last the Jets. episode. Fan of the show, Dom, with him last night don't. celebrating Christmas Eve Eve, did say... He is very optimistic about the Jets' future. I think the Jets, unfortunately, don't look good now, but are looking better. He thinks Sala mm-hmm. is the guy that can write the ship for the Jets. I can see it. Shout out, Dom. Thanks for the analysis. <laughs> Big Dom, what do you got? Oh, wait. Did you make a pick? Jets. Jets, okay. <laughs> I think people are dreaming on the Jets. <laughs> Jacksonville to win. Dose of reality. Dose of reality. Jacksonville. Lock in Jacksonville. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Jets played their game last week. Lock in Jacksonville. I think wow. Meyer out. I, I think it's. I think they're gonna. I think this game is gonna be a 10-7 game. Grounded wow. pick. This man bets with reality right here. <laughs> you know. You know. Meyer's meeting up with us in the hard hat. Who is? Meyer, Urban Meyer, he's going to be at the heart of <laughs> Groping the bartender. Grinding up on certain kind of The weather's not going to be a difference in this game either. I don't think this, I think the weather will be okay. So, Yeah, <laughs> I'm on the Jets solely because they're at home. Also, because I took Jacksonville to beat Houston last week, and they look As did I. awful. As did so, I. So, I'm sorry. There's You'll some, notice a trend also on my Dunzo list. There's some QU co-eds that Urban Meyer is going to be uh, It's funny that you think at the hard hat Wallingford. What's more unrealistic? Cordipiac girls being at the heart at Urban Meyer being at the heart at Ooh, that's a, that's a tough call. Give me the odds on that. Next game, we're going outside the region. Saturday game. Two games on Christmas. Come on, boys. Arizona at for Indy. For now. Yeah, for now. I mean, I can't imagine they get canceled uh, a day beforehand. But. I'm still bummed that the Hawaii game time. I was so pumped for that. I, I love Hawaii. Work. Cardinals at the Colts. I'm taking Arizona because they have to get right. I don't know what's going on with that team. They can't lose two straight after lost to Detroit. They weren't even in that game. They had it was a no contest. I don't know what happened. I want to lock the Cardinals, but I can't because I picked to lock the Patriots last week against the Colts. So can't do it. Uh, Nick on the Colts. Ellis is on. Big dumb. Colts. Little dumb. Colts are plus money. I don't. I would absolutely take the Colts. Well, plus money. You guys put me in this. Big words around. You guys put me in this position. I hate the phrase "get right" game, but I have to agree that the Cardinals are just a much better team than than the Colts. In that game last week, we talked about the Jets saying that is one of the best, worst teams I've ever seen in my life. The Detroit Lions. I could say the exact same thing. The Detroit Lions are a extremely talented, terrible team. If that makes sense. And, and to a lot of people, it doesn't make sense unless you watch their games. And their coaching staff, the, the weapons they have, Detroit is a is a bad, is a good, bad team. And their record does not represent um, uh, the team that they are. And should Arizona have lost the way they did in Detroit? Probably not. 
But I do agree that Arizona is going to get a get-right game. Um, Detroit's a good game, so I is a, a good win for them. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't just trash it like a how did Arizona lose to them type situation. But I will take Arizona over the Colts. See, if I can add, I feel like when when you're a team that's supposed to be that good, like the Cardinals are. And then you lose to a team like the Lions in the fashion they did. I feel like you just voided a get right game. I don't think you deserve one. I don't think you do get right after that. I think you're just you're officially bad. No, but I, <laughs> I think you're just bad going forward. That's all transitive property. You are now bad. I think you're just bad. I think I think and just to interrupt the picks for a second, I'm not just saying Dennis calls Detroit any team from Michigan. Dennis calls them my boys. <laughs> Omicron. Dennis. <laughs> Stop the show. <laughs> Where's the plexiglass? <laughs> Stop this show right now. No, Dennis, Dennis always uh, tells me that any Michigan team is from, it, it, it are my boys. I was like, Dennis, the Lions are not my boys. But the Lions, and honestly, what, oh, what's their coach's name right now? Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. Had one of the coolest press conferences, or not the press conference, like locker room talks I'd ever seen. And he comes in there, and, and he's like, Welcome to Detroit. And the guys are going nuts. And when they won their first game against Minnesota, the way Jared Goff, like, who had lived in Los Angeles and had literally had been very close to the peak of the NFL, he won one game after playing eight or nine games and literally ran into Dan Campbell's arms and gave him a huge embrace for winning their first game after going 0-8, 0-9. They're gritty. That, that tells me that Dan Campbell is a great coach and the players love him. And to, to get that emotion from a guy that came that close to a Super Bowl and Jared Goff and those players that have been there or been close to it before, and now they're playing Detroit, a team that can barely win a game, and they have that much emotion for their coach, that tells me he's a great coach. I, I, agree. I, I think Detroit, you look at the beginning of the year, they've lost some tough games there. And I think they've played well for this coach. I think, I think, watch them come the next couple of years. I think that's going to be, but that's the kind of coach right. you would hope Joe Judge was going to be Agreed. as a first time head coach. Dan Campbell, obviously a giant tight end back in the day. Um, but that's what you want. Even the games that you're losing, you feel that kind of passion for it. Right. Now I think the passion is you know, dwindling on the Giants side. Sorry but you got it. But, but to have that, to like, to like play in Detroit and just as a city. Detroit has fallen on so many hard times. And right. It's just not a – when people think of Detroit, there are only so many positive things people think of Detroit. Like, or, or when you when you hear Detroit, how many people are like, oh, yeah, it's Steve great. Eisenman. It's great. I hope Lauren's not listening right Stevie now. Stevie I hope I hope Lauren's not listening to the podcast right now. But when you think of but, – but to have him, like, get all those guys and Jared Goff goes from literally South Cal- or Southern California – to there and then jump into his arms and, and two wins. I don't think there's a lot of people who hate Detroit Lions. No, I, I, no, 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 it it. It. And Detroit's had their years. Tigers, Red Wings, Pistons. They've had championships. They were all good at the same year. time. The one team that hasn't is the Lions. Lions. And they're, they're, they're and still love them. And that kind of playing in the Barry Sanders days. They haven't had anything since that. Then. That's right. And that's kind of going to what we were talking about last week. And we got to get back to the picks. But I was saying, like when me and Dennis were talking about Giants Jets. I was like, you know what? We are both terrible right now, but we've been there. We've had it, and that's more than a lot of teams can say. True. So that's why I am willing to let bygones be bygones and 
suffer through this terrible giantsness a little bit. I'm not. Life is pain. <laughs> well, you, you, Dominic, you made a good point earlier. I might as well be the wise. This is all I know. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> I've only known pain. Pain. <laughs> Big pain. The Sunday night game. The Lorraine game. Lorraine pick. The Lorraine, Lorraine, Lorraine Bowl. Washington at Dallas. I'm taking the Cowgirls. I'm also locking them. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. They're going to come out and make a statement in this football game. They have the potential to still get the one seed in the NFC. They're going to be playing for it. They're not going to get it, but they're still right in the thick of things. Dallas, I don't think Washington comes close. That's even if Heineke can play. Is he it suits um, up. I don't it, think they made an announcement yet. I have heard of it. But that's also got to be tough for Washington. Short week. I know it's a Sunday night game. You're not going to wake up and play your one Eastern game, but Dallas. Sorry, we're all Giants fans. We have to do this. Uh, Big Dom? I feel That's Lorraine, all I get. I feel Lorraine. <laughs> I got another I one here. That is well, I feel Lorraine already picked the game. I, no, I, she, I, she didn't make a pick. She just picked which she game. She just picked which game we're going to be picking. Oh, got it. So you guys got are it. still making a pick. Um, where's that? Can you please tell me where that game is at? It's at Dallas. Cow pokes. Yeah, that changes Cow pokes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they almost blew it at Washington a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Not even a chance. You can't imagine yeah, they do that again. Unfortunately, I have to uh, agree and also go with the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. <laughs> I was going to say if Heineke was playing and it was in Washington, then they had a chance. But yeah. now that it's in Dallas. I mean, it almost happened. Yeah, no, it's, that's going to go Dallas. Okay. Sorry, Trevor, if you listen to this. <laughs> Washington fan. Sorry, pal. Final game of the week. The dumb. Down Detroit. Little Dom or Big Dom? Oh, a little Dom, sorry. The Dom Detroit Bowl. A little Dom Bowl. Just talked about the Lions. They're playing the Falcons. In Atlanta. Oh, sorry. I didn't go uh, Nick and Ellis, both on the Cowgirls, by the way. Uh, Nick on Atlanta. Ellis on Detroit. I'm going to go first here. I I honestly, and I was talking to someone, I I love that city. I really do. I really do. And that was a place. City of Atlanta? Detroit. That was a place that I did not think I would fall in love with, but I love that city and I love the direction they're going. Wait, so you guys love them? I think Detroit. Detroit. I don't think he's talking about Atlanta. Yeah, I love Detroit. the city of Detroit. <laughs> I thought he was just knocking Detroit. Wow. No, I'm absolutely knock. I, I knock Philadelphia. I like Detroit. I, I knock New Haven. <laughs> but not I, Detroit. I do love. Not my hometown. It could be worse though. At least we're not Detroit. We're not Detroit. No, I I do love Detroit. Shout out Cleveland. Love that place. Shout out to Detroit. Shout out to Lauren. Shout out to Lauren's mom, Fran. Love her. Shout out to her dog, Gracie. Um, Anybody else? <laughs> shout out to... Uh, guy in the corner. <laughs> the mayor. I don't know who the mayor of That Detroit guy is. gave a dollar to outside the liquor store that one time. <laughs> shout Hopefully out to Park uh, Park Bar. That's a great bar in downtown Detroit. Shout out to that place. We Detroit uh, it, you went to Park Bar. Oh, that was the Park yeah. Bar, that one? Yeah, oh. when we... Um, when we went to the uh, was that the Giants Lions game? Yeah, that was the post game or the pre game one. It was the post game. The post game. And then we debated going to the Red Wings game. Right. Yeah, that was Park Bar. It was like a circular. Yep. Circular bar. But anyways, I love you, Detroit. Um, I, again, uh, I think Detroit is one of the best worst teams in the NFL. Give me the Detroit Lions. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna take this a little more analytical route instead of you know the. That seems like a very personal choice. But uh, very you know, emotional. I, I think the Falcons have been playing very well. As of late, for the most part, it kind of seems like they're back on a downward trend. I like Matt Ryan. I think he's a gritty QB. But uh, I think this is the Lions' chance. You know, they've had those two games at home that they won. I think this is their one chance to show that they can go out and win a game and they're not a complete loser franchise. 
I'm gonna put. I'm gonna take the Lions. Detroit. Gonna steer the ship in the right direction there, Big Dom. Home team, go Falcons. Home team. I thought the Falcons uh, uh, blow a lot of home games. Too. I think if Detroit was at home, I think I. My point is, I would have taken the home team. And there's gonna be a lot of Detroit fans at that game, though. I, I think, think so too. I would agree with Detroit that. fans travel well. Uh, Do that. I'm in. I'm out of Atlanta. I don't know if I said that already. I think Detroit goes right back down to earth. Like do you want to? Do you want to recap those picks? Uh, yeah, because that's all I got. So Giants, Eagles. I am on Philly. Matt, Nick. Do 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 and Big. No, little Dom on the Giants. Uh, on Philly with me is Ellis and Big Dom. Dom, little Dom on the Patriots with oh, just the, Matt. The rest of us are on. I think I'm on the Bills for that. Use of the Bills. Oh, did I get it wrong? Did you take New England? Yeah. All right, see. Yeah, some big dumps on that. Dom Jr. wasn't uh, get enough. Uh, Dennis has known you uh, just the uh, the analytics here the text, just to make sure <laughs> never wins. trust never trust the grid. Always go by what you get. So, college, who, so when, you, when, you say, when you say Dom Jr., who are you referring? I'm to? I'm Dom, Dom Jr. in this. Yeah, situation. you are technically Dom Jr., but that is I am okay. I, 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 I should have just wrote Big Dom in this scenario. Right, got it. Got it. So like B Dom and L Dom. What is B Dom Jr.? Big Dom and Little Dom. Not gonna happen. So, Big Dom with his son Matt on the Patriots. The rest of us on the Bills. Nick is locking the Bills. Uh, no locks. Do, 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 do. Jags and Jets. We are all on the Jets except for Dom. Little Dom. Big on. Dom's on the on the Jags. Big, big Dom's on the Jags. Damn, I messed that one up too. <laughs> that, that's this what I'm saying. This is why we do this. I'm talking about our college football picks, and Dennis is like, "Yeah, I got a lead on you." I'm like, "You sure about that?" And He's sending me a picture. Technically, it was you saying that you had a lead on me, <laughs> and I knew that you didn't. Yeah, well, you put the picks in wrong. I put them in wrong. See, if you didn't say anything, you would have gotten a win on that. I would have just marked it down. But you said something. You screwed yourself. Awesome. And you're locking the Jags. Yep. Okay. That's what I thought. Ellis is locking the Jets. I am on the Cardinals with Matt as well. Or as well. Nope. Nick's on Indy. Ellis is on Arizona. Big Dom on the Colts. Who's on Omicron? You're also on the Colts. It's probably an easy oh, one. On the Colts. That was an easy one. That's how you don't mess it up when you have the same pick. <laughs> You're both on Dallas. We are all on Dallas. I am locking Dallas. Uh, I am on Atlanta with Mick and Big Dom, Matt Ellis, Little Dom. Wait, are we missing a game? That was like spaghetti. From what about the uh, the Packers Browns game? And do Packers. Oh, we don't. We only do six. We only do six. Oh, okay, okay. Well, here, Mom, who, do you, who do you want? Packers, Aaron Rodgers. All right, pick put, put it down. <laughs> We're not just adding in one pick. You got the bigger right. game. You chose Lions-Falcons. That's true. All right. Now, uh, we do need locks, though, because we need a lock from Will Dom and you. Oh, hmm. God. Lock me in the Patriots. Hmm. Big lock me in the Colts. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. I insert a little drop, so it's lock, lock, lock. Oh, you no. better lock it up. The wing. Lock it up. You better lock it up. Who are you locking? Colts. Colts. Lock it up. You better lock it up. Wedding crashers. What's that from? I use wedding. Wedding crashers. All right. That's it. That's all we got for picks. All right. Dennis, thank you for the picks. Um, I'll let you guys. I'll let you guys know what I do. Please. This is this is just about it. Uh, this has been fun, and unfortunately. Um, Due to my own doing, uh, we have one and Chelsea. Uh, Santa Claus came early. Daniel Jones. Well, again, as Dennis said, shout, shout out to Joe Burr.
Yeah. yeah. Thank, Thank you, Joe Burr. Thank you, Burr Sr. All right, let's do it one more time on the air. Cheers. Uh, hold on. Oh, you can't cheers to the same thing you cheers the first time around. So, uh, Big Dom, you start first. What are you cheersing to? I was calling out. Because uh, I didn't want to do it first. Cheers to Merry Christmas. Can I cheers to Merry Christmas? You can cheers to Christmas. You can cheers to Merry Christmas. Cheers to Christmas. All right. Dennis? I'm, I didn't cheers to the Giants last time. Let's cheer that we'll get at least one win. Wow. One more giant win. There. Temple <laughs> Athletics, President Wingard, Stan Drayton. We are coming back to excellence. Look out, Notre Dame. Uh, Dominic, yeah, okay. the old giant stadium. All Where's right. Rest in peace. <laughs> That's good. Ooh. That's fun, boys. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Well, um, oh, man. After that, <laughs> after that shot of limoncello, two shots deep now on the show, um, Big Dom and Dominic, uh, you guys will probably not be on the show in uh, the near future. So whatever sports you want to talk about, anything you want to talk about, anything you want to say, Dominic, we'll start with you. The floor is yours as little or as long as you need it. About the Sixers, the Giants, the Yankees, anything, Omicron. You're a Sixers Christmas. fan. Christmas. I am a Sixers fan. Well, I do man, like the Knicks. I, just got good. Uh, I I was never Come a Knicks back. fan. Never rooted for them. It's I'm, like what is it? What's the part in the interruption when you win or, or no, not part of the around the horn when you win and you get like I thirty can't say, seconds I know that to reference. say whatever you want. Right. You probably have not watch that. Okay, go I'll, do, I'll, I'll go brief first. Uh, I do like the Sixers. I was a fan ever since the Michael Carter Williams days. Back when Matt was there, Dad bought me a T-shirt. It's worth nothing now, but you know that's besides when the, the when point. The process was trusted. Uh, no, I'd like to go back to the Giants and just vet this out because I never really get to. Uh, Matt previously said that you know he goes into these games, and he watches them, and he, and, and he expects a loss, as do most you know educated Giants fans. I personally, I will be watching a game, and we can be down twenty to three, and I somehow am trying to calculate any way that we can formulate a win. Every single week this happens to me, and quite frankly, it hurts. Sounds awful. It hurts a lot, and I just don't see how every single week we lose. I just, I just don't know how a pro athlete right, goes gotta, into a you gotta game. you got to put a positive spin on this before you're done talking. <laughs> no, uh, I like it. I, I yeah, think, like, <laughs> put some positive spin on us. I'm going to keep going. I mean, his comments. I just I, I don't see how it happens. You're a pro athlete. You know, we got Galladay. You know, Darius Slayton stinks. You know, we have Saquon Barkley. I just don't see how you go from being so good to so awful. It just does not make sense to me. I maybe just don't, don't understand the NFL like everyone else, but it just hurts. It hurts every week. And I, I this year we were going in. I remember, Matt, we were in Key West. We were in Ernest Hemingway's house. I looked up at a portrait of... You're going um, nuts. I looked at a portrait of Ernest Hemingway, and I saw him sitting there, and I thought, wow, the New York Giants are going to compete this year. It's I actually all, thought they had it was a portrait be, of Kenny Galladay with Ernest Hemingway. There's that. a picture <laughs> of Kenny Galladay with Ernest Hemingway. Posing with Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> I don't know. Brighter, brighter futures are ahead. I think the Giants are fully capable of being a good team, and that's why I think it hurts so much because I see the talent that point. we have on that team, and I just see it being being wasted, whether it's by the front office or just – I'm going to blame the front office and the coaching, actually. I think we have the players. I think we have the capability to be good. Hopefully we'll see some changes. Go Giants. That's a good point. All right. Big Dom. You're, you're, you have the floor around the horn. Anyway. Giants, Yankees, Rangers, Knicks, whoever, what, what do you want to talk about? You, you have the floor, just go for it. I'd like to give a shout-out to my UConn Huskies. <laughs> <laughs> that Which program? Taken well, they're, the well, they're a football team. They've exists. taken the football team to places that I never thought they could get um, and continue to be the worst team in the nation. So I, I think that being said... I'd like to thank uh, Matthew and Dennis for allowing me to be part of the show. Um, enjoyed it. 
and uh, signing off. Yeah, I like to say that too. Temple Temple Athletics also thanks UConn for being terrible. So there's one school that's worse than us. All right, no, this is uh, it's kind of bittersweet that it's coming to an end. It was uh, it was long and it was quick at the same time, and uh, <laughs> that's what she said. Um, <laughs> catch myself on that one um this this was fun no let's do this again um thank you everyone for listening thank you big dom thank you dominic my brother my dad thank you for coming on dennis we did this in person this is always fun and doesn't happen often we get to do this and so it's it's awesome and there's a lot of a lot of negativity out in the world it's a dark world but when we get to do this and talk about how terrible our teams are it makes everything seem just a little a little bit better thank you so much for our listeners we are on twitter matt dennis pod um i'm gonna stop talking about the facebook page because yeah, we, haven't, we haven't done anything about that i feel like we keep it's like what don said about the giants yeah, we keep believing and keep mentioning finding a way well social media manager lauren is uh she's been working a lot more hours so credit to her but, um, yes, we are live in North Haven, Connecticut. There is snow on the ground. It is cold here. Me and Dennis are in the same room. This has been awesome. Little Dom, Big Dom, thank you guys so much. Giants-Eagles are 1 o'clock on Sunday. Enjoy your Christmas. Thank you so much. Enjoy your New Year's. We might talk to you again around New Year's-ish. I think if Jake Fromm goes off, I think that that, that like calls for an episode. If, if Jake Fromm gets three or more touchdowns on Sunday, we will never do this show again. Let's <laughs> get Book it. I will, I will <laughs> lock, lock it. it. Lock it right now. Episode 103. Jake Fromm, three TDs. Jake Fromm gets three or more touchdowns. Matt and Dennis will cease to exist. I promise that we'll right now. listening to you next week, then. <laughs> so like in that to, case, see you next I'd week. I'd like to see the odds on that. So <laughs> 200 more episodes in the books. Uh, yeah, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Hold on, before, let's, before we go. Let's go to analytics quick and see what the, the only game that. I wanted to bet on tonight, Hawaii Memphis is can't. So there's no games tonight. There no. are no games tonight. So no. there's literally nothing I can bet on. Allow me to uh find some stats here. There's literally nothing I can bet on what the world has come to. On <laughs> Christmas Eve. <laughs> this no, is I, what Jesus would have wanted. <laughs> Surrounded so. by loved ones, watching It's a Wonderful Life. No, I need to bet on something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's up here. It's yet. so great to be with you during the holidays. It's Hawaii so is beating Memphis. There was no bowl game even in the afternoon. No, no. it's just Hawaii Memphis, and I got canceled. Yeah, I, tomorrow. I don't think there's a stat. All right, well that's it. We'll say we'll say farewell again, once again for the third time. Big Dom, Little Dom. Dennis, you have anything else to add? I do not. I'm done. All right. Thank you so much. Feliz Navidad. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. We will talk to you again soon. Thanks so much for listening. We're on Twitter, Matt Dennis Pod. Once again, we're out of here. Dennis. Adios.